Welcome in to, dare I say, just another whole home edition of Sportball. Whatever. I'm your boy, Sam. With me, as always, I guess, are these two, Kyle and Seth. What's up? Ladies, my name's Slim Shady. <laughs> Seth, I don't think you can top that intro. I don't know. I cannot. But <laughs> the Latvian laser just missed the layup, so. Are you talking about Luca or what? No. <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie, I think. Uh, I guess it's kind of special. This is the first time in my new office, so. There's so much more room for activities in here. I know you could have like, you could do yoga and shit while you're podcasting. You think I don't do that normally? <laughs> Downward dog, mostly. Uh, we have a lot to cover, boys. A lot to cover. So we're going to go over the NBA playoffs. I guess we only have two things, actually. <laughs> we have the NBA playoffs, and then we have a special game at the end. A we surprise for the Formula listeners. One if the listeners would like to. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I need to be informed first. After this weekend, I'll know more after we watch the race of my bachelor party, I presume. Certainly. <sighs> All right. Should we get down to business, or are we going to keep messing around here? Let's get down. Let's get down to business. <laughs> Man's on one today. I love it. All right, Seth, we have to hit your Celtics first. Now, keep in mind, we're recording this on a Tuesday, and it won't be up till Friday. So anything we say, as always, doesn't matter, especially in this series. <laughs> right now, as we're recording, it's 2-2, but there's going to be another we, game. When did we last record? So, like, first round? Three weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks ago. So much has happened since then. We missed the entire Bucks Celtics series. <laughs> well, we'll be discussing right now. So our listeners will be caught up. Uh, so Celtics seed is 2-2 right now, heading back to Miami. We got a best of three left with the Heat having two home games. Um, everyone's injured in this series, I should say. Tatum separated shoulder. Robert Williams has been hobbled. Marcus Smart was injured, missed a game. Jimmy Butler has some knee issues. Kyle Lowry is up to his usual hamstring. Hero missed a game. I mean, we. I mean, it's been a physical rock fight, right, Seth? And uh, there's been bodies strewn all over. I mean, we had two Willis Reed moments in the same game <laughs> in game three. <laughs> yeah. So are you, you know, now that your team is battered and bruised but still 2-2, but do not have home court advantage. How are you feeling about this series? Do you think the Celtics will still pull it out? I do think they will. Nothing as weird as it sounds, even in the the games that the Celtics lost, like nothing in this series has made me think that Miami's better. Mm-hmm. I think the big blowout losses, really it's been like two quarters in the whole uh, whole series. And so those have just been times when the Celtics like fumbled the ball and had a bunch of turnovers. We're playing frantic, you know, and then like had lapses in defense. Most of the rest of the time, Miami really hasn't been able to score, especially in the half court against the Celtics defense. And as long as the Celtics like, uh, eliminate their their silly turnovers and have some semblance of their normal rotation i think they'll be fine um yeah just on that point real quick like you're saying game three he'd had 19 steals basically the reason they won the game game four the celtics only have you know six or or seven turnovers and when they don't turn the ball over in the first quarter the heat go over 14 in the half court and only score one point up until like four minutes remaining in the quarter. I mean, it's it's that start, right? Yeah, yeah. And those obviously turnovers, like not only are those killer for the Celtics offense, but lead to points in transition for the Heat. So, I mean, certainly the Celtics could lose. Uh, Miami, like you said, has home court, but I just the more I watch, the more I feel like our team is better. So 
Why? It's 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> well, it's everything I just said. Like, even though it's 2-2 two, two in the series, uh, the Celtics have 12 or 14, have outscored them 14 out of the 16 quarters, I think. Um, and I could be wrong about that. I know it was like uh, 10 out of the first 12. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know if you could really go by that considering there's been what two of the four games have been blowouts where we've seen extremely extended bench runs. True. True. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like garbage time. Um, I don't know. I, I think that when they're playing at their peak, the Celtics are much better than the peak heat. And I think we've just beat ourselves and it hasn't been something where like Miami's doing stuff that we have no answer for. Right. Like in the Bucks series, it was like, we're, we're doing everything we can to stop Giannis. And sometimes he just beats us anyways. And that's, that's when I think I was more nervous as a Celtics fan is when it's like, I don't even know what we can fucking do to win. And yeah. Against Miami, ourselves defense. Yeah. Why do you think? Do you think the Heat are a better team, Kyle? I mean, no. It, if it was, well, no. Peak Heat versus peak Boston, I would take Boston. But I mean, have they really? Cons- Boston. Have they consistently played to their peak? Right. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, to your point, Kyle. Part of being better than someone else or part of being good is that you don't beat yourself. You don't make mistakes. Right. You don't. Right. Fuck it the heat with the number one seed. I feel like yeah, they exactly. are they're, they're a veteran team, right? consistent, yeah. consistently good team where I we mean, saw throughout haven't... the season that Boston is, you know, they started out extremely cold. They ended extremely hot in the playoffs. We've seen highs. We've seen lows. It's <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were, certainly more consistent in the regular season, but they haven't been more consistent in this series. They've been just as horrible in stretches as the Celtics have been. Um, Yeah. It's been very hard to figure out this series because there's been blowouts every game. So it seems like we have two very evenly matched teams, not much difference between them. And yet we see a sorry effort out of one of them every other game. (laughs) It's been very difficult to figure out. Kyle, you you think the Heat are going to, my defense, uh, yeah, my defense for the Heat, I guess, would be, you know, just talked about how they've been consistent all year. But at the same time, I feel like we haven't had any consistency between Bam and Jimmy having good games together. It's kind mm-hmm. of been how the Celtics have been. It's like either Tatum has a great game and Jalen is, you know, okay or vice versa. I feel like these playoffs obviously have been dominated by Jimmy and we finally had a really good BAM game. Jimmy gets injured early on, doesn't really perform. Like if I would love to see at least one game this series where we have outstanding games from all four of those players at the same time to really see what happens. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't know (laughs) at the way, the way things are going, I don't know if we're going to see that happen. Um, yeah, it's been but, it's been an interesting Bam series, right, Kyle? I mean, he had that one great thirty-one and ten game, but otherwise, he's been pretty non-existent on the offensive end. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks it's uh, strange. I feel like he's kind of taken a little bit of a back seat and just let you know Jimmy drive the bus essentially most of the time, if not the entire time that they're on the court. Um, this last game that they played, where they got demolished, was very strange. I don't know if they were just looking for a spark and that's why they played the bench so early and so frequently to try and get something going. But I I think in that first half, Bam and Jimmy might've played a total of like, I don't know, six minutes together. It seemed like otherwise it was like four bench players and Bam on the court or four bench players and Jimmy on the court. So I don't, I don't know what to I don't know if we can really expect either of them to either team to consistently stay at a peak 
for the rest to the last of the three games. I think it's a matter of which team sees their higher peak more frequently. Yeah. And yeah, whoever, whoever comes to play two games is going to win the series. Um, what do you think about the way Tatum has played Seth? I know he had a clunker in game three, followed it up with a great game, 31, eight and five in game four. Um, if, against anyone but PJ Tucker, it seems he's able to do whatever he wants and PJ has really slowed him down. Um, so, so what have you seen from the series? Yes, yeah, you certainly, I mean, you have to give credit to PJ, especially at his age and the physicality that he plays with on defense is uh, a joy to watch if you're, if you're not cheering for the Celtics. Um, I think he does this thing where he responds really well to bad games, but for whatever reason, like has a hard time following up a good game with another great game a lot of times. Uh, And that makes me a little nervous about game five. I think um, one thing that, that was interesting in that game four was because he has an injured shoulder, it seemed like he wasn't settling for as many outside shots as much. Maybe it's, it's causing some discomfort to like pull up and shoot threes. Yeah. He wasn't shooting well from three at all in that game. Right. Which I mean, isn't necessarily due to the shoulder because he has lots of games like that where he's like, you know, 50% from the field, but one of six from three. Um, and I, I like that version of Tatum better when he's driving and trying to get to the basket and passing out to open shooters, which is like, I don't know how many times I've heard that about him from the announcers on TV, other people on podcasts. Like, I'm sure he made Adoka's telling him that too, like be aggressive, get to the basket. But that's just how it is, I think. Um, so... I don't know. It's weird to be like, well, he's injured. So that makes me feel more optimistic, (laughs) but whatever we can do to get him to uh, do, do something on offense that's a little more creative than like some dribble moves and sidestep three pointer with a hand in his face. Yeah. I mean, the reality is it's, it's hard to drive every time, right? So, yeah, especially against the seat defense when your primary defender is being so physical with you and then you need two in the paint, you know? I mean, he went to the free yeah. throw line 16 times in the last game, so it's hard to keep that up. We'll see if he can. Um, honestly, it would be just thinking about one of these teams making the finals. On the Boston side of it, it would be pretty crazy because, Kyle, like you said, that start they had this year, I mean, they, they were under 500 in January before they went on this run and we were all lamenting how mediocre they've been for two years, Seth, you know, chief amongst us and, and talking about how Tatum is becoming one of those players. He hates who's uh, high usage, low efficiency. Right. And now they could make the finals. I mean, what a turnaround. I mean, I called Jason Tatum MVP before the season started. And I hold to the fact that if they would have started how they finished, pretty sure he probably mm-hmm. would have won that. He might finish top five. I don't know if he did or not. I'm not sure if it came out, but he was definitely lurking around the top five. Yeah, so, you know, if he had played significantly better than he did, he would have won MVP. Or if at least the team did. <laughs> MVP is a team team award for the best yeah, player it, on the team. But <laughs> Oftentimes it is, but, I mean, a big part of the reason why the team wasn't as good in the first half was because Tatum wasn't playing as well either. Yeah, I he mean, had a great second there was, half. There was a time on the podcast when we were, like, <laughs> I, we were looking at his numbers and he was worse shooting than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. Like, in whatever, late November. It was, like, yeah, so. December or something. Yeah. No, I mean, you talk about the P.J. Tucker thing, though be lying to say that I wasn't worried I'm not worried because I don't believe I think he's even said he's not 100% after game three Um, and I don't know what it was when I was watching game four Tatum was beating him like off the three-point line off the dribble frequently like PJ could not stay in front of him for whatever reason 
I don't he know. He was hobbling if, around. Yeah, it was weird. So if PJ's injured, I'm, I mean, that definitely worries me a lot more for the last three games if he's not going to be able to defend Tatum as well as he had the first three games. For sure, yeah. Um, and then on the flip side, thinking about if Miami makes the finals, kind of crazy that they would have made the finals three times in the last – I'm sorry, two times in the last three years. You know, a team that we don't consider to have a top – 10 player, right? You don't think Jim, um, I feel like we have this conversation every playoffs about how Jimmy probably is a right. Top 10 he's like player. he's like a top 10 playoff player somehow when all <laughs> when we get down to it, but I would never put him in the top 10 in the regular season. It's 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 one of those he's just a very Overall, strange though, player to figure out. I think Jimmy's probably a top 10 player in the NBA, no. All right, well, you got we did this a couple, right we did this what like two years ago, maybe. Let's just do a quick one right now. I, okay? I definitely had Jimmy in my top 10. I'll pull up the records if I need to search, but I you probably <laughs> didn't. I have okay, so there's there's Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. All right, mm-hmm. Durant. Speaking, speaking of while we're doing this, because it relates to exactly what we're doing, they just really I got an ESPN alert that they just came out with the all NBA teams. Wow. <laughs> So it's some of the players you just named. Yeah. Uh, Jokic, Giannis, Luka. Embiid did not make it because they split the center boats with Jokic. Yep. And then, so the other two in the first team were Booker and mm-hmm. Jason Tatum. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. That's expected so far. Well, we got second team. Mm-hmm. Embiid, Morant. KD, Steph, and DeMar. Okay, so let's stop there because we're listing our top 10 anyway. That's 10. So I would – you could maybe make the case for Jimmy over Booker, so let's take him out for now. So Embiid, Giannis, uh, Jokic. Also Jimmy over DeMar. Luka, excuse me. Luka, (laughs) take your time with this. Luka and Steph. That's got to be rounding our top five, I would think. Do we put Tatum six? Or Jimmy? I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I feel like he's tough to rank considering what, yeah. LeBron? Is he top 10 anymore? Gotta be, right? This is just recency bias because he's not in the playoffs. Is it, though? But isn't that all that matters? <laughs> I'm up to seven right now if we count LeBron. And then I'll allow it for now. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, honestly. And then I would have Booker. Then Booker probably. I don't know if Booker's top ten. And then who else? And then maybe Jimmy right there in that nine ten CP three. I mean, you left off Rudy Gobert, but oh, that's a good point. <laughs> did you say? Did you say Jonathan Morant? Oh yeah, Ja. Yeah, Ja's probably in there. Um, I don't think I anyone make the case. I don't know. I don't think anyone from the all NBA third team, maybe, I mean, LeBron's on the third team, but outside of that, are we putting Chris Paul in the top 10 at this point in his career? He's gotta be around there. Anthony Davis as well. Um, when healthy Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I don't, yeah, we haven't seen Kawhi in a year. I just saw my is yeah. Also probably the most the most inconsistent player in, in the NBA. So I would say Jimmy is squarely top 15 and he's in that morphous blob after eight. He's with, easy with... top 12, probably top 10. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think when Kawhi comes back, he'll be easy top 13, definitely top 11. We're just assuming Kawhi comes back to full on normal Kawhi. Maybe you know who's name we didn't like mention there? Years, I feel like. James Harden. We'll talk about him later though. I know it has been a while. Okay, but anyway, my point was being, I guess, that we don't really think of the Heat as like necessarily. I guess we don't we don't talk about them as much as one of the elite teams, but they are clearly they made the finals two times in the last three years potentially. Post LeBron, you know, it's crazy. I feel like I don't know if this is the right way to say this. I want to say that I feel like the Heat are a team that casual fans love to hate but i don't know if that's really true 
but I, maybe I just feel like that because I feel like there's a lot of Jimmy Butler haters. I think maybe it's like casual fans don't necessarily recognize their greatness. Heck, I don't even. I, I was on here saying, didn't I say last pod, like they're not even close to the Suns and I'm going to pick whoever's playing them to sweep them? I say a lot of things, though. Three weeks ago <laughs> a long time. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, though. Who? So, let's see. I was going to ask, who would you rather see in the finals to Kyle? Because I thought maybe he'd be unbiased, but I think he's going to say Heat, and I would say Celtics. So, let's not even do the segment. I mean, All right. no, it's like for my personal self, I would love – I would prefer to see the Heat just because I'm a Jimmy Stan, obviously. But you're impersonal fan yourself. In terms of probably uh, more um, firework basketball games, I, the Celtics would be more fun in that sense. Yeah, I agree. Definitely I was get better really, ratings if the Celtics make it to the finals. <laughs> I was really hoping to avoid Miami-Dallas so we wouldn't have 66-60 to 60 games. But speaking of, the, the Warriors – and the Dallas Mavericks are the other conference finals. Um, the Mavericks are down 3-0. They're winning tonight, but regardless, they're not going to win the series. Statistically speaking, no one's ever won one down 3-0. So for the purposes of this segment, since this is coming out four days from now, I'm going to assume that they have lost or will lose. Okay. So I'll allow it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, have you guys noticed that Jordan Poole, he it's has a warm-up. Very quiet. He has a warm-up, but it's a sleeveless warm-up, so he puts it on over his jersey, which offers no more warmth at all, I would think. Hmm. I have not noticed that. I like it. Okay. Thank you. So, in this series, Steph, Wiggins, and Looney have played well. Um, And the Mavericks, the other players have not shown up as much. We'll talk about how they beat the Suns a little later because that was wild. But they're here now, and – in the last game, the pivotal game uh, three, which they lost to go down 3-0. Uh, <laughs> their role players, Maxi Kleber didn't hit a shot. Um, Reggie Kleber. Bullock was 0 for 10. Is that good? Bullock. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I forgot he changed his name. Uh, didn't when he gets hot sometimes, but other times he's non-existent. Um, Bertans dunked in the game, so that was crazy. Um, they said it couldn't be done. Also, I've been starting to feel like lately that he might be the ugliest player in the NBA. You guys feel that way sometimes? Bertans? Yeah, he has that Anthony look about Davis him. Anthony Davis is a good too. looking man, though. Yeah. I would say that, like... Bertans. What if, like, you know Chris Middleton looks like a fish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bertans looks like if that fish was washed up on shore, I feel like. <laughs> Like, he doesn't have enough air or something. They also have <laughs> Boban Marjanovic on their team. Whoa. You can't Boban. say that about Boban. He's a star of a movie. He's an action hero. He's not the star. Well, I guess he got – he was in one fight scene and died. But otherwise, <laughs> he was in the movie, Boban's though. so lovable, though. No way they let Bertans in a movie, dude. There's no way they let that face on the big screen. Uh, Overseas, so... they probably would. <laughs> so, it looks like the Warriors are going to make the finals again. Which is kind of cool, right? It's like we had that that Sick little 2015 to 2018 run, and this is kind of like an encore, maybe an epilogue. We'll see. We'll see if there's more to come, right? Yeah, um, I mean, they have a couple young just, players. It could be like just round two. Yeah, it could be. This could be another run, right? I mean, they yeah. have young players in in Pool and Kaminga, um, and Wiseman in theory, and well. I'm not counting on Wiseman right now. They should trade him. You're not counting on it, but I mean, he was. He's not good. In the draft. I'm starting to think he's not good. He's not. I'm starting to think he's not good. Personally, <laughs> he's the next. <laughs> what's his name? Bennett. Anthony Bennett. Bennett. I think he's already been better than Bennett in his <laughs> in his limited time on the court. That says more so, about Bennett than him, though. Yeah, it's crazy though. Could Steph finally get Finals MVP this year for once in his goddamn life? <laughs> Most like likely, right now, Wiggins would win it. Whoa, <laughs> Wiggins has been great. Honestly, I'm sick. How, of how good is that trade looking? Huh? 
Watch, watch them. Uh, they play the Celtics in the finals. Wiggins holds Tatum to only 30 points a game. <laughs> Shoots 30% gets, from the free throw. <laughs> he gets the MVP. <laughs> Honestly, he's, had, he's a terrible free throw shooter this year, so that could happen. He wins the annual Andre Iguodala Most Valuable Player Award. <laughs> oh, man. This could be big for Steph's legacy, though. I mean, right now he's probably, what, like the 25th best player of all time? This could do a lot for him. I'm pretty sure he's higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pull up. We did this. I, I'll pull up the Google sheet right now when, from when I rank things. I'm pretty sure I put him, like, 20th or something. Or like, I'm pretty sure he was top 15 in everyone's list. <laughs> really? I mean, I feel like the person is, like, you know, Charles Barkley, right? Or, like, he's around that range. He, he's probably higher than Chuck now. I had him 12. Yeah. When was this? I don't know when this was made. Uh, last edit was, was in 2020. You have him 12, huh? I think I had him lower than that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I why do you think I had Kevin Durant lower than him? Because <laughs> Kevin, was... Kevin Durant lower than him? Do you think yeah, Kevin I... was injured at that time? Uh maybe I, that's true. That's fair. You didn't know if he was gonna come back. Thought maybe that could be it for him. I think I think KD's like bordering on top 10 and Steph is probably top 20, top 15. Yeah, I mean I, I mean the man hasn't even won close. a finals MVP. Yeah, but that's Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Larry, Kobe, Shaq. Bill Russell. Would you believe I put Tim Duncan above Wilt? <laughs> what is up with your list? You I was on Kobe. in 2020. <laughs> you were on one. My God. I'm trying to make sure this is not filtered. Um, yeah. Uh, that's why. You were a different man then. Yeah. <laughs> Pre, pre-daughter, too. I mean, no way you're putting Duncan before Wilt when after you have a daughter. I mean, that changes everything. I mean, I think, I think. Of players playing right now, it's pretty obvious, though, that I think it's Steph and Durant that have the best chance of breaking into that. Yeah. Well, Giannis. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess players closer to retirement than right, right. the yeah, young guys. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's going to be very interesting for his legacy, and it'll be five finals. Maybe he gets another ring. We'll see. I mean, um, does Giannis break top? Does, does he need to win more championships to break top 10? What if he never wins another championship again? Giannis? Probably not top 10 then. Yeah. What if he never wins another championship, but he averages 15 25 for the next 10 years? <laughs> That'll just be Wilt. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm pretty excited for the Warriors to, to be in the finals again, I guess, just to see what they have left in them. I think Dallas will be back too. I mean, they have Luca, who has been – man, has he been on one, am I right? I mean, can they please get a decent center on that team? They Rudy just Gobert. have to get rid of the scourge of Chris Dobbs. I do, no, I do not want Rudy Gobert on that team by any means. I can't wait. <laughs> if there's a center think... that could take, a, take any type of jump shot, I mean, that team's looking much better just off of that. I dare I say Gobert could be a good fit for this team because they have Kleba there as a, a backup. The thing is, the Jazz didn't have any option for a shooting five. That's what really got them, right? The Jazz just suck. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to hear no disagreement here. <laughs> uh, any parting thoughts on this series, Seth, before we move on to the um, before we move on to the obituaries for those that left us in the last round? That left us too soon. Um, not soon enough think, for some of them. I think my takeaway has just been like a little bit of humility about how we evaluate teams and how much we really know. Because when you go back to, and maybe this will be a good segue because we're going to talk about some of these teams that we've that have lost. When you go back to the beginning of the playoffs and and the way we ranked teams, you know. No one had Dallas in the top two. But then once they beat Phoenix, then I was like, okay, well, now I feel like they could beat Golden State, right? Yeah. And I mean, I picked Warriors in seven, but I thought it was going to be a long series, right? Yeah. And now they're down 3 0, like, going to, you know, maybe lose in four or five. It's like, 
I, so I don't know if it's it's just hey that's basketball weird shit happens Showbiz, you never baby. know who's gonna win any game yeah <laughs> or it's just like hard for us to know you know hard to really evaluate there's matchups and that's that's why we love the game right you can't actually predict it but yeah. it's been uh it's been strange how it all played out and i still don't really know like how good is dallas how much do they need to revamp like you guys talked about getting a good center for sure would be helpful like is our our bullock and finney smith like good enough three and d guys I don't know. The Hardaway Jr. back next year, so that could help. Right. But it's just like, I guess it's a good thing I'm not an NBA GM trying to figure out like how much I need I'll to say. change things up after this <laughs> for a lot of reasons. But after this playoffs, I feel like that, that's a tough job for a lot of teams. I feel like, Kyle, do you feel like they got to re-sign my, my Skulldog boy, Jalen Brunson? They gonna be able to afford that? I guess it depends on. I mean, they'll be able to afford it, I think, but it depends on what other moves they want to make. I'd imagine they lost that window of being able to sign him a lot cheaper than they're gonna yeah. have to chill out now. I feel like he's a perfect fit next to Luca, though. Honestly, like that second ball hinder that you crave when when Luca's getting hounded in double teams, you need someone who can make a play when you get blitz, right? Yeah, no, and he does a great job um, when Luca's not on the floor running that offense too, which is extremely beneficial. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's um, let's talk about the Suns just real quick here. I mean, sheesh, this is a Poor historically Chris, good huh? team, man. Sixty-four wins, historically good. Everyone's favorite to make the finals, as they should have been. And they lose, not only lose in game seven to the Mavs, they get blown out, embarrassed, cooked. Booker and CP didn't even make a shot until like end of third. It was absolutely despicable, disgusting, and deplorable. And Jandre Aiden's getting into it with Monty Williams on the bench. I mean, what's to be done here in the offseason? Like, what are the moves they're going to make? Do you think they're, they're trading like Aiden? has gone. <laughs> Gotta be, right? It'd have to be a signing trade, though, right? He's a free agent, or they have a chance to match. I think they yeah, just should have paid him. He's a restricted him. free agent. They should have just paid him in the beginning of the season, not, and there would have been no drama. I feel like they're not going to get anyone nearly as good as him. Full max contracts details for Aiton. With the Suns, he'd be able to sign a five-year, $177 million. Jeez, Max offer <laughs> or sign-and-trade with a new team would be four years, $131 mil. Yeah, Man, I mean, that so is kind of steep. The, the Suns are looking at either – 177 mil, or I don't know what potential compromise means, but uh, I guess that would be if another team offers him the max that they can, the Suns would be able to compromise and rebuttal yeah. with a four year, $137 million. So <laughs> I don't know how they retain him. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm always against paying centers usually, but I, I just thought, at least going to the season, I thought in my mind that he was one of those rare centers that could punish you for going small on the offensive end and I then stay like in on the defensive end. But I just I didn't really work out this season. I want to say he's the best traditional center in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't count him beat. It's like the list. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got a Google sheet from a couple of years ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it all depends on how you define traditional center. Like, <clears throat> well, no, I guess he's probably not. I mean, I was going to say, is it a center that steps out and takes threes? And is that a non traditional center? But I think he, I think Bam he is, doesn't though. do that, but he's not a traditional center at the but same Bam time. Bam is center. more of a passer. Right. And, yes, and Jokic obviously is a Jokic and Embiid shoots threes so i would say yes he's like the idealized version of a role-playing center i feel like right which is not necessarily someone you want to pay 30 million dollars but it's someone you want on your team over javel mcgee so it's like a very hard position for them to be in right seth what do you think they should do i agree that they should have just paid him before the year but now 
seems like there's some amount of disgruntled nature on both sides. And I wonder if it might be better to see what they can get or just part ways. Um, I, I think it would be pretty disastrous to lose him for nothing, especially considering they drafted him number one overall and they could have had Luca. Can you imagine? I could not. <clears throat> but I mean, I would want Aiden on my team. And I think pairing him with Chris Paul is ideal. Obviously, Chris only has a limited number of years left, but they did win 64 games this year. So maybe the smartest thing to do is to not overreact and just try to run it back and, you know, make some changes on the margins. It's like, are you – as disgusting like as it was, yeah, like it might just be like with with a few months and to let the disgust kind of wash off of us a little bit might yeah. just be smart to run it back and not overreact to one game. That's the logical thing to do, but man, it's just I don't know how you just run it back after a loss like that. Like that was one of the most shocking losses ever. Yeah, for a sixty-four win team to lose in round two. Yeah, and in I mean, such so, a fashion. I, I heard someone um, compare it to like the um, <clears throat> the Brazilian national team losing like whatever it was nine to one to Germany in the World Cup. It was seven two. Have some respect. Apologies. I just, actually, I don't know. I think it is though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nuts, dude. Yeah. Crazy. So I don't know, just like emotionally and like socially and interpersonally, can a team run itself back after that with the same people in the locker room? I just don't think so. Tough. This, uh, uh, this free agency class, I'm finally taking a peek. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't really have like free agency. Like we, yeah, we don't have it. You just ask out of your team. Yeah. If you're a star, you never make it to free agency because either you extend or you just ask for a trade. Yeah, but the people that you would have to sign cheaply that are not stars, not good. <laughs> Zach Levine. Yeah, I saw that the Bulls are said they're confident that they'll be able to re-sign him. I hope so. I've, I've grown fond of him over the years. <clears throat> I mean... The highest paid, I mean, so there's John Wall, Harden, Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Kyrie. After that, after that top five, you want to know who the highest 2021-2022 salaried NBA player that's going to be a free agent is? Trevor Reza. Gary Harris. Gary Harris. He got paid $21 million this year. Throw back to when I cared about him. Wow. Okay. After those top five, it's Gary Harris, Zach Levine, Ricky Rubio, Andre Godala, Thad Young, the next five highest. (laughs) That's tough. Um, All right. So that's our son's obituary. Real quick. The Sixers lost. As we knew now, could things have been different if Embiid didn't miss the first two games? What did he, what did Kyle say? I said, as we knew they would. <laughs> so Embiid did miss the first couple games, and he definitely wasn't the same when he came back. So who knows? It would at least have been a longer series if he was in. But I gotta tell you, that last game did not look good for them either. That's another one where you shake it up after that. And I just don't see how they can give Harden the max after that playoff run. I mean, he does not look like the same player. I was watching that series, and I was just like. Man, Jimmy Butler is so much better of an offensive player than James Harden is right now. And it's like, I would not have said that even two years ago. I would have never have said that. Well, definitely and now it's like two years ago. Exactly. And now it's Harden like, was it's trying, not even so. close. It's not even close anymore. He took two shots in the, he took two shots in the second half. So basically they traded Ben Simmons for Ben Simmons. If he didn't play defense. I mean, it yeah, did not work out well with that is. At least Harden had to keep the defense honest. <laughs> it's, it's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So I don't know. I mean, maybe they can bring him back in a shorter deal. You know, I don't know if it's already kind of agreed upon that they're you were supposed to max him before they traded him. I'm not sure, but it would be tough to max out someone at 32, you know, for $250 million that seems to have had a rapid decline, you know. How much money know. would you give him, Kyle? Everything I had. <laughs> <laughs> Just personally. <laughs> I'd be fine with re-signing him for a couple years just to see how it plays out. But how much? to be locked into a quarter mil, I mean, a quarter bill, excuse me. Is this true? I that could do though, a quarter million. <laughs> yeah, easily I'll do a quarter million. Isn't it up to Harden? Isn't this upcoming year a player option? Yeah. So he could just opt in and then they could kick the can down the road a year. Yeah. But he wants to sign the max. He doesn't want to wait a year, I'm sure. Yeah, probably not. But is anyone going to offer him the max? He'll get, offered, some he'll get offered a max. There's, yeah, there's some. It's at this point, it's like it name recognition itself. He's going to get a max from somewhere. I'm sure Sacramento would be willing to give him a max. <laughs> he wouldn't want to go to Sacramento. <laughs> oh my God. Are you guys aware that the roof at the Dallas Stadium is leaking profusely? I just became aware of this. Wow. Uh, they have a lot of towels, though. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of towels. Yeah, I think. I think that crown chart, like if, if he signs a max, it's going to look worse or the same as Russell Westbrook's contact, which as we know is not looking great. You know, it's going to be another Russ or John Wall contract. Maybe all three can get traded for each other again. That'd be nice. Just shuffle up the teams again. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see what happens with, with the, uh, I mean, they still have a chance with them beat no matter what, but they're, they're going to have to do some moves on the margin, get rid of Tobias maybe, but we'll see what happens. So you guys want to play my... Uh... Are you regretful at all about your reaction to the first couple of games of seeing Harden and Embiid play together? No, because I put them, I put them in the top with the, uh, the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Heat. So I mean, they pretty much were right. Just seemed like you uh, <laughs> were very impressed by the the dynamic offensive duo that those two. Yeah. He missed two games and then wasn't himself, though. So really, yeah, I, I would really like to see that true series potential with, with him well, being healthy. Uh, I, I still think great. And Harden I, was his usual self self in the playoffs. Right, so. right. That was my point when they when when I said that they're still contender. Though is that Harden's never really been with anyone as good as Embiid. So I would like to see Embiid healthy that whole series. But you know, but that's part of the factor. Ball, but. I've, yeah, I mean, Embiid's better than Chris Paul, at least at with this Harden. point in their careers. Yeah, but even though I mean, that, that Houston team with Chris Paul was whew, very yeah, good. It's too bad Harden <laughs> drove him out of town, huh? Yeah, yeah. Also, at least too bad I, Chris Paul got injured right before the most important game of. <laughs> that's the Chris Houston Paul Rockets story, isn't it? Happened again years. this year, so yeah. he had some mysterious quad injury. That's a shame about Chris Paul too. I love him, but he gets injured every playoffs. Yeah. You guys want to play that special game that I've been touting? I don't even know what it is, but it's tantalizing us. It's not that good at all. Of course not. For the listeners, you can tune out now if you guys want. I mean, you came up with it, Uh, so. (laughs) All right. I like to call it, you like that? And it's. Kirk Cousins, (laughs) Because if that's the case, no, I do not. (laughs) <laughs> I simply give you an NFL over under and ask you if you like it. Are you ready? Love this. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm All ready. right. Jets over five and a half. You like that? I like that. Good draft, Seth. Great draft. Best draft of any NFL team. Yeah, I like that. Comes down to whether you like Zach Wilson or not, right? It really, I mean, the rest of the team looks like a fucking studs now. So we'll see. I mean, Breakout second year for Zach Wilson. You heard it here first. I've heard it before, but <laughs> most of our listeners, may, Matt will have heard it here first for sure. Uh, wow. Hold break- there's a man. There's uh-huh. a man with a I'm harness listening. tied to a yeah. cable in the roof right. in Dallas holding what seems to be an oversized sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he stays there the rest of the game. Is that Batman? Plug the leak. <laughs> 
Um, Titans under nine. You like that? AJ Brown's gone. That would make them 500 or less, right? Yeah. They'll be about 500. Really? I think I like that. You know, it's kind of similar almost to the Suns where it's like you were the number one seed and you lost in such a terrible way and Ryan Tannehill was so bad that, like, I just think there might be a stink in that locker room. I mean, it wasn't nearly as bad as the Suns. That's true. But Ryan Tannehill was really bad. Yeah. I like it. Broncos. Under 10. You like that? (laughs) I know Seth won't because Russ is on the team now. Under? Ten. Why is it ten? Under seventeen, I might. I wouldn't go under. I wouldn't go under seventeen. (laughs) I would definitely. I'm. I'm fading the Broncos this year. Fading the Broncos. Why would you do that? Russ is cooked. I mean, (laughs) they let him cook, and he's become cooked himself. (laughs) He's back to a team that has a real defense. He has. I'd say stud players every position on the field. When's the last time he had a stud running back? Marshawn uh, Lynch? Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. How did he do with Marshawn Lynch on the team? He threw an interception at the goal line. That's how he did. Fuck you. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. I, I mean, I think they'll be good. But give me nine wins or ten, at least a push. I mean, ten's high, dude. You think they're going to go 11 and six? I'd fathom to say they go 12 and 5. Never heard of anyone say I'd fathom to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, should we make a bet on that, Kyle? What? That they're going to win more than 10 games or that they're going to win more than 12? We can set the line at 10 and we can have a push if they go 10. If you so choose. Set it at 10 and a half so there's no push. All right. Deal. Give me the over, baby. Just a nightmare. <laughs> Great. This is better for me. Give me the under. Yeah, I don't want to. They call, they, they call Kyle the anti-Vegas. All right. Um, now they're setting up a uh, makeshift tarp that's like catching the water dripping from the ceiling while it's still in the rafters, it looks like. Do you think this is good for our podcast listeners? Probably. Can't be bad. Uh, all right. A couple more. Lions over six and a half. You like that? A little frisky. I love that. Mm. Little Lions buzz. I'm yeah, what did they it. win last year for? What if the Lions go ahead and win the whole damn thing? <laughs> are you okay, talking about easy. the division or are you talking about the entire thing? The entire fucking thing. They had to have about the same odds as the Bengals, right? I mean, they have a quarterback that has the experience. <laughs> He's been there before. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably what 100 to one. That's what the Bengals were last year. I mean, we got to be finding value here, folks. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, um, I want give me the over, easy over. I'm easy over. Yeah, I pound I'll take it the over on five and a half, but I will take the under on one Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more for you. Raiders over eight and a half. You like that? Mm. Nine no. and eight? No, he says. Derek Carr so. is about to be oiled up this season. Dude, Derek Carr is the worst oh. quarterback there might be in the league. He's at least the worst in his own family, right? Pull up the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up the spreadsheet of worst quarterbacks in the league. It's just a list of Kirk Cousins in every cell. <laughs> Pull up the spreadsheet of the worst quarterbacks in the Carr family. <laughs> uh, all right, one more or two more, I guess. <clears throat> Bears under six and a half. You like that, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably a shoe in, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be ass, dude. I can't believe we have the same over under as the Lions. Lions are way better than us. I thought Justin Fields was a savior. Oh, he's probably gonna be pretty good. That's nothing to do with Justin. Really Fields. add anything? Yeah, yeah we haven't added anything i'm pretty sure we're playing for next year so i'm not sure we'll even be playing we might just forfeit every game <laughs> sitting Seth, for next year vikings under nine you like that under nine <laughs> disrespectful 
I mean, they're going to go under. We're going to go under because the Lions are winning the division and the whole damn thing. So. No, I think we can get nine. Exactly. <laughs> An easy push. He likes that. <laughs> Vikings nine. Exactly. You like that? Yes. <laughs> How many games did they win last year? All nine as well, maybe. <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, so that was a patent pending, trademark pending, registered pending, new game. You like that? What do we think? I like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I really think it might gain traction. Amongst yeah. our loyal listeners, certainly. Well, Excuse inside me, the NBA is back, but, but Charles Barkley is gone, so we have, to, we have to end this so we can just see what's going on here. <laughs> It's been a pleasure. By the time we come back, it's gonna be finals time, boys. Might be we might be talking about the end of the finals by the time we come back. Yeah, the so finals will have started by the time we come back. Well, yeah, definitely. And they'll we'll probably have, be ended. We'll have the Monaco Grand Prix under our belts. Mm. Really looking forward to that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like he is. We could see Charles Leclerc win in his hometown Grand Prix for the first time ever. The Charles Leclerc? <laughs> That's a great name, honestly. Yes, the Charles Leclerc. Uh, just quickly, Files pick who over who? Seth, Celtics over Warriors. Kyle, Heat over Warriors. Myself, Warriors over Celtics. All right, this has been a great pod. See you guys next time. <laughs>